What's up? What's up, my beautiful, gorgeous people? It is your favorite power girl, Zita Michelle, and welcome to my podcast, Oh Well with Zita Michelle. Why Oh Well, Zita? Well, because I figure people going to talk about you when you're doing good. They're going to talk about you when you're doing bad. You can either cry about it or you can just say, oh well. And that's what I decided to do. But before I go into this podcast, I just wanted to let y'all know, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so super excited for the women that have registered for the Powerful Yacht Experience that will be taking place this month, July 30th. I am excited. We're going to have food. We're going to have beverages. We're going to have fun. We're going to have music. We're going to have a yacht top. We're going to have so much that's going to take place on this yacht. And I'm excited. God says either something is going to happen on the water. I'm telling you, there is cleansing in the water. There's purification in the water. Baby, on the water, God is going to move July 30th. I'm certain of it. I'm absolutely positively certain of it. But nevertheless, that's not what I came to talk about. Lately, God has been challenging me in the area of my thinking. And I just had to come on and let you know, you have to elevate your thinking. You have to elevate your thinking. And God literally had to bring me back to a place. He said, Zeta, everything that has happened up until this point in your life, you know what you did? You thought yourself there. You saw yourself there or you spoke yourself there before you actually made it there. Good and bad. And I'm telling you, I am a living witness. There were some things that I prophesied into my life by actually seeing it both good and bad but actually seeing it and seeing it and thinking myself to that place but nevertheless can't cry over spilled milk all I know now is how to move in God because I do understand that your tongue your mouth life and death is in the power of your tongue it is a powerful tool it is a powerful weapon but what i do understand all the more is see that mind of yours it's even more powerful because guess what my darling where the mind goes the man will follow where the mind goes the man will eventually follow and so i've come to this beautiful place in life to where i'm understanding that i have to elevate my thinking Mm-hmm. elevate my thinking and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to tell you why sis This I'm going to tell you why because I literally let me just start here with the job that I just I just left and not even there let's go back a little further you know I spent some time in the uh, fitness industry and I, I felt myself coming to an end with my job in the fitness industry. At first, you couldn't get me to, to leave the fitness industry for nothing in the world. I was barely making enough money to help support my family. Um, but my passion was just so much into fitness. And not just my passion being there, it was my comfort zone. I had finally come to a place where I finally stepped out and did something, you know, um, in the work industry that I felt comfortable and safe in and I was good at. Now, mind you, I, I never really had to work, but nevertheless, when I did, this was the job that I chose. And um, it was comfortable for me. I was I was in my comfort zone. And so I worked that job and I worked that job and I worked that job. And in the process of that, you know, I wrote some books. I started doing some speaking and, and, and different things like that. But nevertheless, I always knew that something in me wanted to be behind the desk, working with people, doing something. 
And so I finally landed this job. And when I landed this job, I was really good at it. You know, I told myself going in, you know, Zita, you're going to give yourself three months to be full time. You give yourself an additional three months before you get a promotion. And I did that. I conquered that. But let me tell you the great thing about that is I saw myself there. I spoke it before I got there. I saw it before I got there. When a mind goes, a man follows. Let death and life is in the power of your tongue. I spoke it after I spoke it. I saw it. And then I wrote down the vision and I made it plain and have back a two and two, right? Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm having a moment. Nevertheless, so I did that, you know, for uh, almost three years. And finally, things started to get a little uncomfortable. And I knew it was time for me to go, but I refused to leave. I refused to leave. And God kept saying, you got to go. You got to go. You superseded this position. Not only did you supersede this position, your season is up in here. Uh, up here. You got to go, Zita. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. You know, and then the water started getting trouble, baby. Like, it's just like when God told Jonah, go to Nineveh. And talk to these people. And Jonah said, no. Uh-uh. And he ended up in the belly of the whale. Mm-hmm. That was me. No, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And so finally, you know, after ignoring the direction of God, because God was giving me direction. He was saying, it's time to leave. It's time to quit. Everybody around me was saying, you know, you can do better in this different position and blah, blah, blah. But nevertheless, I was comfortable. Nothing goes in your comfort zone. You hear me? I was so comfortable in that position that I refused to move. But even though I refused to move, everything in me was saying, you got to go. You've outgrown this place. You got to grow, Zita. You got to grow. So I would not listen. I wouldn't listen. I mean, I got a prophetic word from somebody that said, um, I can't remember the young man's name. My uh, sister, the black guy, that young man had prophesied. He said that the place that I'm in now, the people are going to begin to frustrate me. The job is going to begin to become a burden. I was not going to like it no more. I was going to be uncomfortable. And um, when that started to happen, just know that it was God and it was time for me to move. I ignored it. I totally ignored it. And then finally it came to a place to where all kinds of stuff just started happening. And then it was like, okay, that's it. Zita, you don't want to leave? I'm going to force you out. And that's what God did. After three years of working diligently in that company, they let me go. But nevertheless, when they let me go, the people that I had built relationships with that I had cultivated relationships with around the office because I worked for a company that was outsourced a third party that was outsourced for a bigger company so the company that was over our outsourced third party situation that we had going on the people in the office would say Zita like what are you doing here like you can be so great you know, in this position as, you know, a leasing 
a consultant and I was like mm, I just don't know and truthfully if I can be honest with you guys I was just really afraid I was afraid to step out to try to do something different um but knowing like really knowing deep down inside of me that I was capable of doing it and I knew that without a shadow of a doubt when God nudges me in a direction I know his hand is on me for that particular assignment and let me tell y'all let me just trip you out real quick because I was like, all right, they didn't let me go or whatever. You know, I'm trying to do like, I'm not regular. I'm not regular. And this is not me being prideful or boasting. This is me just glorifying God. I'm not regular. So when they let me go, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and um, apply for my unemployment. And I'm going to just coast. I'm going to just sail on unemployment. Uh-uh, uh-uh. God saying on unemployment. No. Ain't no unemployment. You relying on unemployment. You relying on this. You relying on that. I'm going I'm to turn all that off. I'm going to be your only source. You won't have to look for me for direction and for help. You cannot keep relying on people. Hear me. You can't keep relying on people, the government, and your paycheck and all this other stuff to do what it is that only God can do. Come on now. Come on now. Talk to me, somebody. <laughs> because literally, I had gotten to a place where I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. I tried DoorDash, and I don't know if I talked about this on the previous podcast or what, but I paid $5.95. I kept getting lost. And I was like, you know what? DoorDash is just not my anointing. So finally, I just started putting in applications, and I was like, you know what? They done turned me down for unemployment, you know. I'm, I, I suck at DoorDashing. Like, what am I? What am I gonna do here? What am I gonna do, God? And then I literally had to go back to the Word, to where it says, "Jehovah Jireh is my provider." He said, "If I will clothe the lilies in the valley, and I will feed the birds in the air and the fish in the sea, what more will I do for my child?" And so I was out of work for like maybe a, a whole. Um, I want to say, yeah, it was a uh, approximately. A month, a whole month, and God didn't miss a beat. He took care of me. And I'm not going to tell you, I had anxiety. I had so much fear. You know, I was telling my pops, Bishop Blakes, I said, Bishop, I thought I trust God. I said, but guess what? When my back was against the wall, I found out that I really didn't trust him like I thought I did. You know? You know how we get, oh, I trust God. I believe God and blah, blah, blah. As soon as you get in the pickle, as soon as your back is against the wall, do you really trust him? I found out that I did not really trust God. But you know what I trust? I trust the fact that those people is going to give me a paycheck every two weeks. I trust the fact that, you know what? Um, if the doctor gave me some medicine, it was going to help me. It was going to heal me. But I did not trust God. I had anxiety. I was tossing and turning. You know, I got a yacht experience coming up. That yacht ain't cheap. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I was losing sleep. I was stressing. And then finally, I had to put myself in a place where, you know what? You just got to trust God that no matter what happens, he is going to take care of you. And so finally, I was like, you know what? Let me just put in some applications. I started putting some applications and then um, 
the company that I wanted to work for, which was the company that outsourced uh, our third party company, I was like, oh, if I work for them, it's on, it's luxury, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? I don't got to sell nothing. All I got to do is look cute, talk my talk, and those uh, those properties are going to sell themselves. And that company called me and it was like, hi, Miss Bill. Yeah, this is such and such group. And I was calling you because we have a, a position. And I was like, okay, are you interested? Oh, I sure am. I'm super excited. And it was like, we have a question though. And I'm like, yeah, are you bilingual? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. In between my first name and my last name, I am always mistaken for Latino. I said, no, I'm not bilingual. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. Well, the position is it's, it's specifically called for someone that is bilingual. I said, okay, thank you. They said, well, we're going to put this across some other desks and you'll be getting some other calls soon. I was like, all right, cool. Thank you so very much. Hang up the phone. Then I look and I'm like, all right, guys, so you're just going to play in my face like this. You knew I wanted to work for this company. You know this the company I wanted to work for. And yet still you got these people calling me playing in my face and you knew you wasn't about to give me that job. I wanted I wanted that job. And you know what? The key op- the operative word is I. Me. I wanted. I wanted. You know I I me. That's the operative word. I me. I. And so I was like, all right, cool. You know, I was hurt. My feelings was bruised a little bit, but nevertheless, I dusted off and I was like, all right, guy, you in total control. Okay, so I put in some more applications, and not long after that, I received the phone call. And they say, Hi, Miss Field, this is so and so with such and such management company. Uh, we wanted to know if you can come in for an interview. You know, what would be a good day? I think it was like maybe a Monday. I was like, Whatever you have open. They say, Okay, you can come in on a Wednesday. I was like, All right, cool. I'll come in on a Wednesday. I went to interview at this property, but before I got there, I said, God, if this is the door that you want open for me, open it and I'm going to walk through it. Let me tell you, I'm at that place right now. God, if this is your will for my life, if this is what you want for me and your will is your word, what does God's word say about your life? Anything that's connected to your life, anything that's connected to your life, you find the word. If you are sick, and you're saying, God, what is it that you want for my life? And he says, I wish above all you will prosper and be in good health. Or he said, I was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon you. And by your stripes, um, by my stripes, you are healed. If he says that, then you know what? That's his word. That's what he wants for your life. He wants his word. His will is his word for your life. And we have no control over that. You know what I mean? God is God. He's going to move however he chooses to move. But we still have to align ourselves with the word of God. You may be believing God for restoration. Um, and he might be saying, you know what? I'm going to restore everything that the canker worm and the palmer worm has eaten. You know, I'm restoring you. You may be believing God for you know, you might be battling depression. And you may be believing God just, you know what? God just take me out of this place of sadness out of this slump and he's saying the joy of the Lord is is your strength I'll give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness you gotta find that word that lines up with his will for your life because his will is his word okay so 
There are some things that you've been praying and asking God about. All you got to do is go to the scripture. Go to the scripture. What does God say for healing? What does God say for restoration? What does God say for your mind? What does God say for your marriage? What What does God say for your children? His will is his word. So I was like, all right, God. If this is your will, this is your will for me, then I, or, or this is what you want for me, I'm going to walk through the door. If you open this door, I'm going to walk through this door. If this is what you want for my life. And, you know, I had prayed and I told God what I wanted to do. And, you know, of course I had my preference. I did have my preference. But nevertheless, when that door shut, I was like, all right, that wasn't the door that he had for me. So, God, whatever door you have for me, I'm going to walk through it. All right. They called me, I believe, on Monday or Tuesday. They scheduled me for Wednesday. I go in for the Wednesday. I'm, you know, I'm sitting with the property manager interviewing, and she absolutely loves me. You know, the conversation, I absolutely, you know, it's like, oh, I really like her. And then she introduces me to the assistant property manager. She was like, I want to give the assistant property manager an opportunity to talk to you. She came in. She was such a joy. By the time the interview was over, she was like, I hope you get it. And I was like, me too. And so nevertheless, I was like, all right, cool. But I'm not going to tell y'all when I walked up to the property, I was like, okay, God, this can't be the door that you want me to walk through. (laughs) But I still went in for the interview. I did everything that I was supposed to do. And then I believe on that Friday, they told me they would get back to me Monday on whether or not they were going to offer me the position. Either way the cut go, I was headed to New Orleans when I got the phone call. And they said, we were wondering if you were still interested in the position. I said yes. They said, okay, you'll receive uh, an email from HR soon. I said, all right, cool. They sent the email from HR. They got me set up for, you know, background check, drug test, all the stuff that they do for the position, for the job. And I think I got it all done in less than 24 hours from the period that I got it. Either way, it was really, really quick. Make a long story short, they wanted to start me that Monday. I was like, okay, God, is this really the door that you wanted for me? Like, I'm still questioning him now. But nevertheless, the things that I found out that were connected to this job, it was just simply amazing that I got in at the time that I got in. And I really believe, I truly believe that it was God's perfect divine will for me to be in the place that I'm in now. And let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because this time going into this position, the very thing that I told God was, God, don't just let me go into a space just to fill it. But let me go into a space of purpose. Let me go into a space where people have the same faith. Let me go into a space where people have the same spirit. Let me go into a space that not only I can grow and learn in, but allow me to be in a space that I can impact as well. When I tell you, God did what he did. He did his thing. I absolutely, I am, I am at all of the position that he's placed me in around the people that he's placed me with. I mean, beautiful spirits. I'm like, we're talking at lunch and we're encouraging each other and the word and all kind of other stuff, you know, 
it's just too much to go into but nevertheless I had to think myself into the space that I saw myself in and I saw myself operating on a higher level out of the position that I was in right so nevertheless I tell God okay this is what I want to do and then I wrote it down this is what I want to do let me tell you how powerful your mind and your mouth is together I already told you where your mind goes the man follows the Bible says to speak those things is not as though they were he says so a man think it in his heart so is he can you imagine when you think and speak on the same level the things that can come out of that I don't think you hear me If can you imagine the things you speak and think if you elevate your speaking and your thinking it'll put you in a place that your feet can never carry you you hear me your mind and your mouth can take you to a space that your feet will never touch and i'm saying all this to say tonight on this podcast that some of you are being tormented by your thoughts and not just tormented by your thoughts some of your thoughts are stagnating you from moving to the next level in life the next level in god God says, I wish above all that you will prosper and be in good health. He also says that my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. They're higher. So if you elevate your thinking, you know what God is saying? I'm going to come in on a higher level of your thinking. I'm going to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Your faith is going to bring you places that worry and doubt cannot interfere with so I need you to get rid of the spirit of anxiety get rid of the spirit of worry and doubt and I'm not telling you anything that I did not have to conquer myself because like I told you when when I knew I if before I was leaving anyway I was leaving that place I was going to leave it's just that I wasn't moving fast enough and God had to get me out of there. But nevertheless, I saw myself in a different space. I saw myself with a different career. And I see myself beyond this as well. But nevertheless, this is the place that God has me in for the next level of my life, elevated thinking. I'm in this space right now. Yeah, I'm in this space that God has me in right now. But guess what? my mind my thoughts are already in another space and time that's going to meet me there real soon because this is the plan that the father has for my life and then a lot of times like i said fear will talk you out of things worry will will talk you out of your blessings and a lot of us are doing too much worrying i heard tiffany montgomery saying Faith is unto God as worrying is unto worship to the devil. That's what she said. That really blew my mind. And I need you to stop worrying and I need you to have faith in yourself and believe and know that what God says he's going to do in you, 
through you and for you, it is going to happen. But you won't have to talk yourself into that space. You know, I just told my pops, Bishop Blake, recently on our Mordecai mission um, class. I said, pops, I have cast down more negative thoughts and taken them into captivity in these last past two weeks of my life than, than I've ever did before. And I understand how powerful my mind is now. I do. I do because, again, I've I've, I've literally, literally had to look at the spaces and times that I was in and understood that, you know what? You talked yourself into that space, good or bad. You talked yourself. You're not even saying, oh, because I know that ain't, oh, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. And you know what? It ain't work. You know why it ain't work? Because you had so much faith in it not working that it just simply did not work for you. I said, no more, no more. I told God, I said, whatever your will is for my life, I want that. And you know what he said? He says, trust in me with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge me and I will direct your path. And so that's the place I'm at now. I'm acknowledging God in everything that I'm doing. I know that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. I know there are some things that God wants me to have, but he wants to make sure that I'm mature enough to receive them. He wants to make sure that I'm in the right posture, the right spirit, the right mindset in order for me to receive them. Because what I'm not going to do in this place in my life is allow the enemy to talk me out of the blessings that God is trying to bestow upon me. And sometimes you know how that comes? That comes in the form of so-called friends. That comes in the form of so-called family. That comes in the form of so, so-called acquaintance. That comes in so many different forms. You know, people that try, mm, I don't think you should do that. Mm-mm, that ain't gonna work. Uh, I wouldn't launch that business. Oh, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't date him. I wouldn't marry that one. Mm-mm. I I I I would leave that one. Mm-mm. I would not buy that house. Oh no, you should rent. Mm-mm. It's high time that we stop seeking man's approval and we stop seeking man's opinion and we go boldly to the throne of grace and make our petitions known. Okay, Father, what is it that you want from me? What is it, God, that you will have me to say? What is it, God, that you will have me to do? When we finally come to a place that we put our trust in the Lord and not in a pastor and not in a prophet and not in a doctor and not in your girlfriend and not in your husband and not in your man or your boo or your or whatever, when will we finally go to God and say, what will you have me to do? What will you have me to say, Father? Let me tell you something, sis. And I'm going to get off this podcast, but I had to come on here tonight and tell you that I need you to elevate your thinking. I need you to start thinking on a higher wavelength because God says that my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. His thoughts are higher than yours. So can you imagine me thinking of the place that I'm in now? 
oh yeah I thought myself into this position I did I did I thought myself into this position but not even shortly after thinking myself into this position God was saying you know what I need you to think a little higher than that and I said you know what you're right so now that I'm in this position I'm enjoying it I'm loving it I'm embracing it and I'm learning and I'm growing and so this is now preparing me for the next level I'm I am elevating my thinking and what do you mean you're elevating your thinking Zeta you know I'm elevating my thinking because I know the place that I'm in right now every time I get comfortable God comes snatch me out of my comfort zone so I know I know pretty soon I'm gonna be moving forward into something new into a new area to a new place I thank God for the many roles and titles and things that he's allowed me to do. You know, I thank God for all of them, both good and bad. Because what it's doing is, it's molding me, the potter with the clay. It's molding me and it's shaping me as his woman of God for what it is that he has ahead of me. You know, and at one point I used to feel like, oh, because I'm getting older and blah, 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 blah. Girl, you'll be surprised how old people think I am when they see me. You'll be surprised. Some of the the people, children, I got to run away from me and be like, La boy, if you don't go ahead, I got to sign your age. You know what I mean? Um, and I used to be like, oh, I'm, I'm getting too old for that, blah, 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 blah. My son calls me Stella. He says, hey, Stella. <laughs> Stella got her groove back. And I'm so grateful, y'all. I'm so grateful. I am grateful. I'm grateful for the vessel Ida May Louise Peterson. I sure did call all four of her names. The DNA, the genes, the genetics, ge- the genetics that she has. Because my mama still look good, baby. Still look good. And I always say, oh, thank you, God. Because I see, you know, some people that are my age or some people that are younger than me. And I'm like, oh, my God. You have restored my youth. You have added years onto my life. And I'm so very, very grateful. And I'm so very, very thankful. And I cannot wait to see what God is going to do in the next phase of my life. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to learn. I'm so excited to live. I'm so excited to give. I'm so excited to love. I'm so excited to thrive. And at one point, I was really afraid. But I can honestly say I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared to open up my heart and receive all that God has for me. But, again, I don't want you to miss the basis of what I'm trying to tell you here. It's all going to start in your mind. It's all going to start in your thinking. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care where you at right now. If you can see it, you can achieve it. If you can believe it, you can have it. And if you can't believe it, I'm going to always bring you back to the word when a man says it in the Bible. God, please help my unbelief. In the same breath, he believed God, but in the same breath, he doubted. He was so scared. He was like, if you help me believe, I will believe. And that's all you got to do is pray that prayer. Father, help me believe. On tonight, 
while you're listening to this podcast, before you close your eyes, before you go to bed, I need you to grab a piece of a paper and a pen. And I need you to write down everything that you believe in God for. And I need you to stick it somewhere, whether it's on the mirror or on the side of your bed. So when every morning you wake up and you see that very thing that you believe in God for, keep it before you. Keep it before you. And before you know it, it's going to manifest. I'm telling you, I'm a witness. I've done it before. I've written down everything that I've ever believed God for. And I was like, all right, this going to happen. That's going to happen. This going to happen. That's going to happen. This going to happen. And it happened, y'all. It happened. It really happened. So my goal now is not to focus on the negative. Not allow people to speak negatively to me. Or put anything negative in my spirit. Like, if you're not speaking positive and you're not speaking what thus is the Lord and you constantly trying to speak something negative into my spirit, I'm going to shut you out. I can't afford to have no weeds in my garden. Today, I was talking to one of my friends, my, well, my friend slash life coach. And I was talking to her and I was telling her about just a certain thought that I had. And she said, oh, no, we're not. No, we're not going to have that thought. Immediately shifted my thinking. I said, well, God, dog, I did have the thought. I said, but you you totally destroyed it. And she said, I'm glad I did because that's what I was supposed to do. If you don't have people in your corner that are supporting you like that and that are not thinking on a higher level than you, then you need to reassess your circle and your corner. You understand what I'm saying? But nevertheless, I want you to think on a higher playing field. I need you to think on top of the world. I need you to elevate your mindset. And when you begin to elevate your thinking and your mindset, everything around you is going to have to match up. Everything around you is going to have to match up. So tonight, God, I pray whoever is listening to this podcast, that spirit of confusion, that spirit of rejection, that spirit of doubt, that spirit of not thinking they're enough, that spirit of insecurity, that spirit of depression and anxiety, the spirit that is so easily trying to weigh them down. Let us cast those burdens tonight. For you said that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. I pray for my sister or my brother on tonight and I ask that you cover their mind in the blood of Jesus. And every time the enemy tries to rise up with a negative thought, we take it into captivity and we cast it down to the pits of hell. And we only think on those things that are pure, those things that are holy, and those things that are just. Sis, God is going to use your life for his glory. I don't care if you dropped out in the sixth grade and you had six or seven babies. If you've been married, divorced, single, whatever. God is going to use your story for his glory. I don't care if you dropped out of school or you barely can read. He said, I'm going to put you in a place that experience or degrees can't even place you in. But you're going to have to trust me. You have to trust me. You have to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean down into your own understanding. There are places that I've literally found myself in. And I had to look around and say, what am I doing here? And God had to immediately snap me back to reality. 
He said, you belong here. I put you here. You walk in a room like you own a room. And not only do you own a room, you walk in there with the spirit and the confidence that I placed on the inside of you and let me do all the rest. So I pray right now, whoever is listening to this podcast, forward, forward. I push you forward, not by power, not by strength, but by the word of the living God, by the word and the power of the living God that rests in me. Go forward, sister. And if you're listening to this podcast and you got a ticket for July 30th, girl, I can't wait to see you on board. So that is my podcast for tonight. Housekeeping rules, housekeeping rules. A little closing housekeeping rules. If you would like to support my ministry, please do so by by going to makingpowermoves.com. Purchase a book or a shirt. You know, support your girl. Nevertheless, uh, after the Powerful Yacht experience, we will not be doing anything as far as event-wise or making power moves until 2023. I heard the word of the Lord say, Zita, sit down, relax, and chill. You can't do another event this year. That's it. That's all. And I said, yes, Lord. So I'm not doing any more events after the yacht experience. But honey, wait till you see what's coming up in 2023. I already know. I see it. Ah, elevated thinking. I already see it. I already see it. It's, it is magical. It is beautiful. It is full of the spirit of God. And we're working now. We're working on it now. So I love you guys. Thank you for listening to Oh Well with Zita Michelle. Until next time which should be on a Thursday not this Thursday but next Thursday we'll meet again until then I need you to know that people will talk when you're doing good they'll talk when you're doing bad if life gives you lemons make lemonade or lemon meringue pie but no matter what don't let nobody stop you because only God can judge you so when they come to your they come in your space and in your place with that foolishness you just tell them you know what I don't got time for this Oh well. I love you guys.